and welcome to another episode of the Heartland Franchise Guide, your insider's guide to all things franchising and small business in the local area. I'm Blake Martin, local small business franchise owner and your Heartland Franchise Guide. This is the place for advocacy, resources, and education on all things small business and franchising in the local area, and it's a great place for any aspiring or existing entrepreneur to stop by and learn more about the franchising industry. And that is exactly what we're going to do with our guests today, Meredith and Jeff Erickson. You are the owners of the local citywide facility services business, correct? Facility Solutions, yes. Facility Solutions. You know, I practiced it you like eight correct. times in my head. <laughs> As we were saying before, I really should have drank more. So. <laughs> Citywide Facility Solutions, and actually that last word, solutions, matters a lot. It does. As we start to dig into what the business is all about. Can we start there? What do you do as a franchisee of Citywide? So Citywide Facility Solutions provides commercial building maintenance uh, solutions for commercial customers. And mm-hmm. so anything from the roof to the curb, any service within a commercial facility that is required to maintain uh, the facility's integrity, we can provide that service. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And who are your customers? You're probably going to answer that. Go ahead. I, I was not. We'll I was... see if he gets it right or not, Meredith. <laughs> wow. I'm on the spot. <laughs> I know since we're live, she's not going to, you know, maybe. Uh, anyway, no, we have one point of contact. That's that's really our little value prop as well. You know, it's, it's very frustrating. Like Meredith said, we provide all these services with one point of contact. And um, our ideal client, or 90% of our clients, it's not the big, big buildings with professional facilities management in them. Mm-hmm. I mean, our contact could be a C-suite. It could be an office manager. It could be an HR person. Um, and those persons are tasked with other job responsibilities right. as well, right? <laughs> other full-time yeah. jobs. And so when, when our person comes in there and, uh, you know, that person needs something, uh, whoever they report to, it could be like, why are our windows dirty? How come the parking lot doesn't have stripes in it? Why isn't this being done? Yeah. And a lot of times they're just left with like, uh, I don't know, I'll try to give a call. They'll Google someone and they'll get a hold of a contractor. Contractors are busy. And a lot mm-hmm. of times they don't get called back, but it ends up eating a lot of their time up when they do that. Yeah. So um, we come in, we provide that one point of contact and we have a multitude of different resources to get those jobs done for them in a timely manner. And we save them time and hopefully solve their problems. Yeah. Yeah. Thus Eliminate the headaches. Solutions. And, that's yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Thus the solution. There we you go. Literally are coming up with solutions for, so it's property management, landlords, or just um, those people who those responsibilities fall to within an office environment. That's right. And, and when you're thinking about the variety of commercial uh, opportunities in any given city, it could be a medical clinic. It could be uh, an event stadium. Uh, we do mm-hmm. uh, here locally. We take care of the Salt Dog Stadium in Lincoln. Oh, no kidding. The baseball stadium. Right. So, I mean, uh, we're not limited by anything other than uh, our customers are all commercial as opposed to uh, residential. Yeah. So mm-hmm. any business we drive by could be a customer. That's right. And, and Heard at Media could be a customer. Absolutely. They got a big building right here. And, Bada boom, yeah. right? But you mentioned property managers. I love property management, and I, I don't know what we're going to talk about, but our business is divided up. Meredith takes care of the sales, and I take care of more of the operations. But whenever I think I have a bad, those property managers who have everything, way more things that I'm responsible for, right? Uh-huh. And I get to talk to them, and I just feel great every time. So <laughs> if you're a property manager out there, Call me. I, lo- I love to hear your woes because they're always worse than mine, and it makes me feel better during it's the day. It's a good segue, by the way, because I do want to make sure that we get an opportunity to promote you a little bit. 
How, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you? So locally here, 402-331-1000, call our office or reach out to us via uh, the web. Um, we do have a landing page, uh, gocitywide.com backslash Omaha. Um, okay. And that gives you um, a direct line to um, uh, any question that you'd like to have answered or if you'd like for us to come out and meet with you. Um, our contractors can reach out to us there as well if they're looking for work. Okay. Uh, and so it is a, a multi-purpose reach out. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Thank you. Now, before we get too far in, one of the threads, one of the unique components of your having found this interesting business was that you started from the inside. Now I'm looking at you, right, mm-hmm. Meredith? So yeah. you kind of started from the inside. You were within the franchisor organization as an employee, and that was the spark that made you think, well, maybe we could be one of these franchisees, right? That's exactly right. I actually started my career with Citywide uh, in sales. Uh, so citywide, uh, it used to be citywide maintenance. We went through a name change and some rebranding in 2020. Um, and so when I started working for citywide as in in sales, um, that was for the flagship location in Lenexa, Kansas, that's been Mm -hmm. in business since 1961. And the reason why we are all, uh, here today, uh, they began franchising about, uh, a little over 25 years ago. And so we're a fairly new system. I worked for the Kansas City location, and then I moved over to Citywide Franchise. And for Citywide Franchise, I was a performance coach. So I would go out and meet with potential or new franchisees and help them get their business started. Did you even have to go through the validation steps, like talking to other franchisees when you're making a decision to move into being an owner within the organization? So those conversations looked much different. I mean, they were my constituents, right? So yeah. I, they were people that I was working with well, on a daily basis. Well, there's probably tears. They're like, no, does this mean you're leaving? <laughs> there was a lot of consternation uh, in the land. I did not change my phone number, so they knew they could still get a hold of me, right? <laughs> Is that how you started those conversations? Okay, first of all, yeah. still got the same mobile. That's right. Everything stayed the same. Um, no, it was an easy decision for us um, to become franchisees simply because I believed so passionately in the business that I had worked for for eight years. Yeah. Um, and uh, obviously, as a business performance coach and working uh, directly with new and, and seasoned franchisees, I had an opportunity to see the financial impact, um, how the business was laid out, um, you know, what this looked like from the inside, which is you know, a huge benefit uh, when you're evaluating a new opportunity. Um, but the, the number one reason why we decided to do this was the opportunity that came available at the time worked uh-huh. perfectly for us. We lived in Kansas City. Um, the Omaha market was for sale. Um, and it gave us a chance to buy a business close enough to our existing home, family, et cetera, um, just about three hours north of the mothership, if you will. So, uh, it, they'll it, never make the marketing cut there. The mothership, <laughs> the support center here, I the love support that center. <laughs> but everyone knows exactly what that yes. means when you say mothership. And of course, my husband is a, a longtime, I mean, he's a Nebraska native. He was born and raised in South Sioux City. So, it just all of you know the stars aligned for this to be the right opportunity for us. Can we go personal on this? Absolutely. So Meredith and I were together while you know she worked for Citywide. So mm-hmm. I had the opportunity to you know travel with her a lot yeah. with my other business and kind of get to learn the citywide model and you know it was a no brainer for us 
and gave us an opportunity to get in together. So even though she has been around, you know, prior to us owning this, I feel like I was a part of it. Yeah. I just didn't want to be left out, Blake. That's it. <laughs> I just wanted to talk a little bit, okay? Well, if you know, I'm going to marry up, I'm marrying up all the way, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, I, I can honestly say that I would never have taken this risk uh, without Jeff, even though I knew everything there was to know about the business. Um, it is not, I am not, uh, a, I'm fairly risk averse, I guess is the best way yeah. to put it. Um, so while I knew we could do it, I needed the push and he's great at that. So. Jeff's the guy like, Oh, why wouldn't we do it? Yes. Like, well, because of this and this and this and this. Yeah, but still. Yeah. And when, when you look at the, um, you know, the Omaha market and you compare it to, you know, some of the other larger metropolitan areas you mm -hmm. asked, you know, Hey, did you guys go through the vetting or the uh, discovery process? You know, we did more for me because some of the things I just didn't know. Right. Right. And I'm like, can I make it in Omaha, Nebraska? And everyone I talked to said, Jeff, and we, we kind of worked through the process and they're like, absolutely. Now it's six years later, right? We're in our sixth year. Sixth year. Mm -hmm. If you're out there listening, Omaha, Nebraska, thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate everything you've done for us yeah. and our family. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have had a, a lot, lot of success, success with this business, yeah. haven't you? Yeah. yeah. And I guess part of it to your point, and if I take a step back on that comment, you had a very real understanding of what the ownership roles needed to be if you're going to be successful. And from my talking with you before, people smarter than me already deduced this, but going into this, you already knew you were going to be on the development side. I think, well, you guys both share, I think, in everything, but in the beginning, you were more on the development side and, and you've been internal operations. Is that right? So I, uh, no, not exactly. I run the sales department and gotcha. in the beginning I was the salesperson. Um, and then Jeff, uh, although he is a natural born salesperson, he took on the operation side just because we had to divide the business somehow, uh, and built a team around him. We do have a director of operations now, so he's able to step up a level and look uh -huh. at things a little bit differently, but um, yeah, it, we made a great team. Um, now I'm looking forward to our next iteration where he'll move over and do more pure selling with me and my team and let others handle the day-to-day -day operation. Got it. Yeah. So I was waiting for this to come out. I was going to let Meredith tell it <laughs> because you asked. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Let's Let me write it down. Like, let's write this down. <laughs> I'm ready. Because your question was, of course, you knew everything and exactly how it was going to be. <laughs> but it is. It's exactly how it was coming from corporate to running one of these things, wasn't it? It's exactly. <laughs> I, you literally almost finished that with a straight face. Like, Can I just say? No business plan has ever survived its first collision with reality, right? No. It's and just different, yeah. It is different. Um, and what was really interesting to me is having supported franchisees and gotten to be really um, – good friends with many of them, uh, yeah. some deep long-term relationships here. Um, you know, I had to call a lot of my friends after we started this and apologize because I had no idea. I was humbled by the, um, hmm. uh, the stress and the, the grind, if you will, of the first two years of our business. And, um, you know, when you're supporting someone outside looking in, you think, you know, what all of those, you know, nuts and bolts look like as they're putting their business together. Yeah. Um, you think you understand the level of stress and all of those things, but until you're doing it, you just don't. Right. Um, yeah. and, and so we true. were lucky because we obviously work together very well and we've built an amazing team. Um, but it does not, um, mitigate that hard, hard, hard first couple years. That's yeah. any new business, you know, agreed. And this is, I mean, the only franchise we've owned, right? But I can't say even our support center or the mothership, as you put it, um, they're very supportive and they give us tons of tools, right? Mm -hmm. 
and even with all that, it's like, woo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Imagine doing that entirely. I'm, throw, I'm throwing in the real real on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. The well, real real. Hey, that's what I like that. The real real. Mm-hmm. That's what this is all about. You know, what does it really look like? So, mm-hmm. I mean, you guys have had phenomenal success and you're obviously very grateful for it, but that did not come without some serious sacrifice. Yeah. And right. I don't want us to sound um, like we're something special. Everyone that starts a new business absolutely goes through those same growing pains. Um, The benefit that we've had here in Omaha is a community that has supported us tremendously from a small business community to our banking relationships, to our, um, uh, our insurance relationships, to our wealth management. I mean, there are some amazing companies in Omaha that are doing great things for us and other small businesses every day. That's fantastic. And that's one of the things, you know, when you, when, when you first start, um, you just try to piece it all together, right? But we are really trying to keep all our business within Omaha, within, yeah. you know, Nebraska or Omaha, if at all possible. Sorry about that. Was it, um, speaking of all the business and building the sales team, so everything you do is B2B, business to business. Was that a major deciding factor for you when you said we want to move forward? And the fact that you could do business to business franchising or business to business, small business ownership versus working directly with a consumer. Was that part of your calculus? Absolutely. For me, it was. Um, B2C is not a space that I want to dabble in, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, Citywide is strictly B2B. Um, They've had a couple concepts here and there that have gone direct to the consumer, but nothing that's under the Citywide brand. Gotcha. And so, um, uh, you know, consumers... uh, (laughs) Little story here, because our phone number is 402-331-1000, and our name for many years was Citywide Maintenance, we would get lots of calls from homeowners throughout the city who thought they were calling the city of Omaha. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a tree down. We, I mean, we didn't have a, an office staff to speak of in the beginning, and so 2 o'clock in the morning, my phone would ring, like, hey, there's a tree in, in the middle of the street. Can you come saw it up? Oh, yeah. my gosh. So um, wow. it just reinforced that we do like the professional relationship that you can have in a mm-hmm. B2B situation. And then, you know, there's other struggles with working directly with consumers. The type of work that we do, um, uh, it just does not play well uh, with that uh, business model. Yeah. And so, um, you know, things like payment and um, having to take, you know, checks and credit cards and things like that from an individual as opposed to, working with a business that understands business relationships and terms and things like that. Right. Yeah. So yep. Um, yep. there's a financial component. There is a comfort level with being able to, I, you know, I don't want to be a direct marketer. I don't want to have direct mail. I don't want to have to have that sort of um, component to my business yeah. when I'm dealing directly with um, a, a professional buyer, uh, whether they be, uh, you know, like he talked about someone you know, an HR that has to go and find someone to clean their building or take care of their parking lot or whatever, and they're not used to dealing with that particular service, procuring right. it, yeah. um, or someone who procures that service all the time. It's just a cleaner conversation when you're talking to a business. Yeah, pun intended, cleaner and, conversation. And some more real, real. Yeah. Real, 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 real. R-E-A-L-R-E-E-L. Um, go ahead. Yeah. However you want to do it, uh, patent pending, trademark. <laughs> I'm getting the royalty on that. Of course you are. Everyone wants a royalty from us. Welcome to the franchise world, right? No, it's also that reoccurring revenue model, which is, you know, wonderful. Um, 
you know, just from the standpoint, you do something and, and it's generating revenue over and over. So our, our model is different. It's that cleaning mm-hmm. over and over and over, right? But then also what really rang true to my heart is um, I, I just like helping people, helping people out. So a couple of the questions we ask, and, and this is not exactly how it is in the manual, right? But I'll say it. But it's basically like, Blake, are you strug- what, what vendors are you struggling with? We're not here to replace anyone or you have to do everything through us. But where are your struggles? How can I help there? Yeah. And then basically, what's next? What can I help you with? It's a year-end budget. What do you need to get done here? So it, it spoke to me as a person to help. And so that other side is great. You have the reoccurring revenue model, and then you get to go out and help people. So as we bring our account managers in, they either have to like to support people or not necessarily sell, but they have to have mm-hmm. that heart that they want to take care of things and become a problem solver because that's oh, all yeah. we want to do, right? We want to come in yeah. and just take as many of those problems away as we can for our clients. He always says, we're going to solve problems and they're going to give us a little bit of money to do that for them. And I, that resonates with me because I can think of 10 things that are on my plate today that I would happily pay someone else to do. And we yeah. all have those things. And when you are speaking with business owners or business advocates, that list gets even longer. So yeah. it, that's really our value prop is we represent our client and we take things off their plate so they can focus on their own businesses. So what's next for you as citywide franchise owners? Continuing more of the same. Uh, you know, uh, our business is, uh, we just finished our fifth year in July. Um, and, uh, you know, we have some pretty lofty goals for our first 10 years of our agreement. So we have five years to make that happen. Uh, and so we are uniquely focused on that right now. Uh, but who knows what's next? There's, uh, there's always something brewing in Mr. Erickson's head, so <laughs> he'll tell me sometime. I have yeah. a feeling it's brewing in both of your heads. Yeah. But yeah. Well, we could go on and on with real reels. Let's for, keep it going for hours. This is great, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't do it anymore, oh, Meredith. Oh <laughs> man, I knew it. I knew it. I feel your pain. I do have one more question, though. <laughs> I do have one more question. I'm trying to look and see what you're going to ask me here. No, I don't even write it down. This is the Uh-oh. one that you didn't see in the, in oh, the prefab. No, I appreciate you being here, and thank you. So I promise this will be the last question. And it's an easy question, but it's a thought-provoking one, I hope. And that is, what do you hope your 80-year-old self says about you? I can I mean. Yeah. Go ahead. So the one thing, and this isn't me, it's citywide, but we, um, all citywide, as well as the mothership, the home offices, support center, we believe in the ripple effect, right? So when we come in, you know, it's, we're going to build a business. How does it impact us, our family, our grandkids, our contractors, our employees, their families, the community? That's charity. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you've seen me at several events. But how big of a ripple can we make when we're 80 and I'm rolling around in a wheelchair or one of those scooters? I hope I can afford a scooter at that point. I hope I'm cool, (laughs) right? But I I just want to be known for a huge, huge ripple in the market and a blessing to not just us, but tons of other people that we work with. They're all our stakeholders. Yeah, very poignant. And then be that. Yeah. <laughs> we just got a window into the home life here. Yeah. Is that Well, maybe. I, I don't <laughs> win it. I don't win it a lot. On the development I don't side. win it a lot. Yeah. No, he's 100% right. The Ripple is not just lip service for our organization, it certainly is not lip service for Citywide of Omaha. Um, there's causes that are uh, near and dear to our hearts, but no, none more important than 
what kind of an impact can we have for our employees and their families and for our contractors and their families? That's, that's our core. They're our family, right? So at 80 years old, I want to look back and see other successful business owners that have come from the people that, you know, came up through our ranks, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, we are constantly evaluating our employees to say, what is a good opportunity for this wonderful human who took the chance to work for Jeff and Meredith Erickson, right? Um, and then, um, the contractors that support us, we can't do the work we do without them. Right. And often they are small business owners, just like us, just a little bit behind where we are. And so I want to see their businesses blow up and flourish and then be able to go on and do things for their families so that the ripple just begins to expand and expand and expand. And then it becomes a flywheel and we don't have to keep doing it. It does it on its own. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. I'm so glad I asked that question to both of you. That is yeah. uh uh, a heartfelt response. So, so happy I could answer it. That was, that was on tip of the tongue right there. Huh? Nailed it. That came from the heart. Yeah. Thank you both so much. Not Thank you. just for that answer, but for Thanks. all of your advice and experiences. I know it's going to it'll guide our listeners well. So appreciate it, your time. Is it two hours over already? Yeah. Yeah. Two hours. I know, it, oh, I know it feels more like three hours with me. But. No, that went fast. So our two-hour episode is over. This is where I wrap up. Thank you all for joining. Again, a big thanks to Meredith and Jeff Erickson for being a part of our episode today and volunteering their time to share their experiences. And I want to thank all of you for being here for another episode of the Heartland Franchise Guy. Remember, don't keep, up, don't keep us a secret. Don't keep Jeff and Meredith and Citywide Facility Solutions a secret. Share, follow, like this episode, particularly with folks who you think could benefit from it. We will see you all here again very soon on another episode of the Heartland Franchise Guide. A Huda Media Production.